In response, a legacy podcast is brought to you by greatnessatanycost.com and austrian-legacy.com. Welcome to the 16th episode, A New Hope of In Response, a legacy podcast. I'm Philip Klein. I'm Daniel. And I'm Peter Plank. And we're talking about legacy most of the time. So, folks, for this episode, at first we talk about a little bit of our private stuff. It has been two weeks since we went uh, on air. Uh, then we talk a little bit like a blast from the past. The Austrian Legacy League Cup has has ended, and the and we have a new champion. And then we talk about the huge, 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 huge meta shakeup we had l this week, and also two Legacy channel uh, challenges. And yeah, and with this, I think we can dive right in. Daniel, what's up? What happens in your life? I heard you're very tired today. Oh yeah, I'm really exhausted. <laughs> But before oh yeah, <laughs> what's the reason? What happened? Um, uh, mm, I went skiing today, and it was the first time since about three years since I went uh, or were on skis uh, for myself. And uh, I have to say, I'm not a very good skier. I just can okay. get myself around to get down on the hill and I reach the <laughs> end of the hill at some point, but how I will do it is a little bit uh, in the stars and up in the air. <laughs> so, 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 so what you're basically doing is you, you put the tips of your skis uh, together uh, and the back of your skis um, outwards yeah. and then you... You're not really, you're not really sliding, more crawling yeah. down the down the hill. Uh, that's what we call in Austria. It's the fluke. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, actually, for 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 children, uh, they they used to uh, nowadays they uh, sometimes call it the pizza slice. Yeah. Okay. We are we're currently on on pizza slices because yeah. I'm I can talk about this because I'm in our local skiing club in in Steyr. I am. Yeah, basically learning children how to yeah basically ski, and we we want the children to go from pizza slices with us with their skis to um, yeah basically to to pommes because the <laughs> skis are to, to French fries to yeah, French to fries to French yeah. fries <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah pizza um, slices is the correct term terminology for for skiers. For skiers, yeah. Now, oh my god, I'm <laughs> old now. <laughs> yeah, and, and there were a lot of pizza slices for me today. <laughs> um, and there, I mean, uh, it went uh, pretty well. I I did expect a lot worse uh, for the whole event, but um, overall, I'm quite happy how it went, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm certainly looking forward uh, doing it again. I also had my eyes on Peter already. We talked about it. <laughs> He will instruct <laughs> me as well sometime, maybe. <laughs> Would be a nice idea. Um, yeah. But yeah, I only, I only, uh, actually, I only had one uh, big fall. Or <laughs> how would you could? Uh, how, how can you? Uh, in, in in German, I would say, "Mi hat's gestrahlt." You mean in Austria? In Austria, <laughs> uh, it's like a big plummet or fall. I don't know. 
accident, overthrown. I was overthrown. Uh, some kind of this. You, you fell down to the earth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it only happened. Uh, is, is it? Is it strange that I'm just envisioning you two uh, both uh, on skis uh, on, uh, on a snowy uh, hill, uh, on snowy hill, and and Peter is holding you by the arms, and, <laughs> and you're exchanging, uh, exchanging, uh, yeah, glimpses, uh, sights. Ah, yeah, yeah, you exchange glimpses, uh, and then next the. Uh, the next then cutscene and the next scene is you two both on a <laughs> on a on a fire and a and a and a bear uh <laughs> and a bear and, a, and that bear is lay, laying on the uh, on the floor in front of the in front of the um chimney <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and a bottle of red wine by the, by the side <laughs> <laughs> it seems your stories oftentimes get out of hand philip <laughs> <laughs> philip I, i think you should r write something like a fan fiction from daniel yeah. and myself if yeah. we are into that <laughs> would be a nice idea actually yeah i mean I would love to, to hear your thoughts on this, Philip. So <laughs> Very true. Feel free to write them down and read them in erotic language to us. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like ASMR? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <coughs> um, Peter, have you had any uh, skiing lessons in this year already? <laughs> Actually, it's <laughs> quite... I don't know how to say it in English, but yeah, <laughs> I'm quite ashamed of it. Um, this year, I weren't skiing a single time. <laughs> um, I'm well. doing, I'm organizing, uh, organizing the the ski events, the the races for for our club, um, for for the the local races for the local competition, um, and yeah, everything got cancelled because of COVID. Um, we had some races scheduled. Uh, because it was possible uh, because of COVID law, because the, the children um, were considered as professional sport athletes um, in <laughs> a special okay. age um, so that we can help the children to, to compete with each other, to, to learn something in this year. But yeah, basically everything got canceled. And yeah, so I'm back to no skiing this year. <laughs> That's a pity. Oh, that's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah. But next year we will come back stronger and yeah. We'll we'll get better with time with time. So it seems you have a lot of uh you can focus on your university stuff then at the moment. Yeah, I try to, I try to. Um February is normally the 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 time where you can take a little bit off for, for university, but this year I scheduled a few tests at the end. One, because I just had too much to do on the the week where I basically had four or uh, five or six exams. Um, yeah, and one because it was a little bit unlucky and I failed, so I had to do another one on next week. So everything fine, everything according to plan most of the time. So. Just a little bit of learning or a lot of learning learning <laughs> another day. So everything works out great. With a little bit of in the meantime rewatching or watching the the whole seasons of Modern Family with I think in February I've got in three or four seasons already, which is ah, yeah. maybe a little bit too much besides learning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I know this show. This is quite an... Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. And the problem is that my girlfriend has found myself as a character in there. And yeah. Oh, which one? Which one? I have to know. <laughs> I'm... I'm a little bit like Phil Dunphy. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? I wouldn't expect that, but uh, yeah, okay. You wouldn't expect it? No, no, not really. No. <coughs> I'm, but yeah, the the whole characters are really, really awesome, and I like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Phil, what are you up to? Oh, yeah. Um, it's basically always the same. Nothing has changed. Um working really hard again at the moment um this week i'm basically on vacation because i have um i have too much um weeks left from last year because last year was um just extreme with, with the workload uh we had to do and i couldn't take my uh, my paid vacation okay. and so i have to use it up now uh, so I have this week um, basically a, a like forced vacation, and in three weeks again. Um, yeah, I'm doing a li little bit of remodeling again in my house, and that's basically what's keeping me busy. And yeah, at the um, at the moment I'm also working on. Um, the same as you two guys, uh, we can't really tell a lot here. Oh yeah. But we're in for really, really huge news in the next, uh, I think, next two months or so. For sure. Then we can probably make it um, official. But yeah, we're already working hard on it and I'm also um, always communicating um, with the responsible persons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, it, and it's going to be great. But I think we shouldn't say too much. Yeah. Just uh, a little bit of... A teaser. <laughs> a little bit of teasing. And yeah, when everything is set down and official, you will hear, I think, a lot from us. Oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah, so for me... Um, Actually, nothing really interesting happens. Uh, the only thing that, that's really, really nice now is that I'm full blown into Legacy again. I mean, I was never really away, but <laughs> oh my God, it, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before we dive into uh, how much fun Legacy could have been the last two years, <laughs> or, or almost two years, one, one and a half years. Um, we we talk a little bit uh, about the Austin Legacy League Cup Finals. Basically a blast from the past in the old meta. We had the the finals. It was uh, Rack Delver versus Hogak, uh, Chant Hogak, where Chant Hogak has uh, taken the whole thing down in a, in a best of five was really really cool and what what was the best thing about the, the stream that we did on twitch uh was that white faces mtg uh callum smith um joined us and commentated with uh, uh with us guys on the finals 
It was such a cool experience uh, for me. It was so great to to have him on, and yeah, we'll. I I, I would love to to do this again. How about you guys? Absolutely, I, I completely agree. Um, um, I knew Callum only mostly through Twitter, of course. Uh, I I'm actually not sure, and I'm really sorry that I don't know this. Does he regularly stream? I think so. Yeah. Um, I think he just streams from time to time. Oh, from time to time. Okay. He, he doesn't have a, a scheduled streaming mm -hmm. plan, if I okay remember correctly. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, so, he's yeah. he's such a great personality, I think, and he's a really nice guy, and he really really has good ideas and well formulated thoughts about what is going on on the battlefield on the format and the the matchups and overall it was really nice to have him on and as you said philip i would also really love if he could do uh, similar things in the future again yeah i mean it was just amazing how he fit into our cast uh, within the first seconds he he took a path that that he liked he um, basically did it uh, amazingly he ju just did as you said really really well planned thoughts um, he took not too much space he was never underrepresented on the cast and a few guys in the the stream chat were yeah, surprised that we did a, a quad cast basically, which is yeah, most of the time too much. But I think we, I don't want to pat our shoulders too much, but I think we did it well, and it was at least for us four quite enjoyable. And yeah, the the casting from Kelling was yeah basically amazing. Oh yeah, and with this, I think we can take on to our uh, next. Um, next topic. Um, uh, it's it's not not surprising that Callum Smith also has taken down the Saturday Legacy Challenge in the new meta with uh, a favorite deck of his, uh, Esper Mentor. Yeah, I think it was a more a streamlined uh, version with uh, a lot of spices in there. I think there he played some hymns. Okay, even the can we pull the decklist up? Uh, I have to search it up, but I want to say one thing first. Um, that was amazing by him. And the thing was that he played only uh, three Force of Wills and only two Force of Negation. So he didn't even play the full playset of Force of Wills. And he did this, as he said on Twitter, just to annoy people if it lists... If his list got published, but uh, <laughs> we got uh, the list now. That's, that's a totally valid reason, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, the list is nine creatures, uh, because the three of is the new four of three baleful strix, baleful strixes, three snapcaster mages, and three monastery mentors. The planeswalker suite is two Teferi time reveler and one chase the mind sculptor. 
we have then four brainstorm, one fatal push, two inquisition of Kozilek, four ponder, four swords to plowshares, two unearth, two him to Torak, two force of negation, three of one mind, one spicy windicate, three force of will. The land suite, suite is four flooded strands, two islands, two marsh floods, one plains, four polluted delta, two scrubland, one swamp, two tundra, two underground seas. Um, about the mana base, he tweeted out basically that he is sure that the mana base is not correct, but yeah, this is what he played in there. Uh, then we have in the sideboard one fatal push, two surgical, two disenchant, another him to Turok, the full playset of Hull Breacher, uh, the full playset <laughs> meddling of, mage. <laughs> of Meddling Mage. <laughs> A line slip there. Uh, one Hull Breacher, one Narset, part of Wales, and three Plague Engineers. So yeah, what's basically new in this meta is that Plague Engineer is probably the best creature that you can run. And Snapcast Mage is playable again. Woohoo! <laughs> Thumbs up for Snappy. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Scott unbends too. In addition to, yeah, basically Island, Plains, Swamp, Forest and what is the land I forgot? Mountain got basically unbent. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> I almost thought before I, uh, uh, you, you would forget couldn't. planes. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm playing planes because ah, yeah. I'm playing Bunt or Blue White. So <laughs> because because you're also a bad player like me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> planes war weren't banned because planes got played basically in, in different Texas, yeah, Texas. yeah and also to mention um quite a lot of discard in the decklist even though whale of summer is still legal in the format that uh kind of says to me that whale of summer or the existence of whale of summer didn't really hamper the impact of this card it was merely just these strong impactful cards uh like Oko, that hit the battlefield. I mean, this could change, of course. Will of Summer will pick up steam. I would expect. But as for now, this card is also back on the menu. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Um, I think that the, the biggest part was just that this card did nothing against an resolved engine. And yeah, because of that, it wasn't play playable at all. And yeah, basically that... Um, there was a really really cool um uh discussion between i think it was brian Koval and two of the storms experts uh about how cliffy and cyrus i think it was not cliffy and cyrus uh it was i think he's called alex from uh, the epic storm and I'm not sure who the end expert was, how um, basically Whale of Summer interacted with um, with the Storm archetypes. And I think this were too applicable um, in some cases to the whole metagame that, yeah, Whale of Summer hasn't changed the metagame at all. And it was just a, a good spell. And for me, I was playing basically uh, Rug Painter and some stuff like that. And I talked with Philip about, about this a few times that um the 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 playstyle of Whale of Summer was a lot of time counterintuitive um to to what uh the decks want to do. Yeah. 
And with that, I, I liked Pyroblast, for example, a lot more in Painter Shells than Whale of Summer, even though Whale of Summer was or is the better card. With that, I, I think Esper is good to go, but we will see for sure a small resurgence, I think, of, of Whale of Summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of new things that are being tried out at the moment. Um, Doomsday is kind of still up up there, I think. Um, I think the the the, the best, uh, the, the most promising Delver builds are still in the works. I'm not sure if we can say that uh, Ruddy a color combination is the best, but given the bands, one certainly has to respect yeah. Wasteland, for example. A lot more than in the past. Uh, Arkham's Azurep is not here anymore to fix a mana. You can't really use that big amount of basics if you still want to have three or four colors in your deck. So it's normalizing again. Uh, and I really like the deck lists that are being published in the two challenges. Yeah, yeah speaking, speaking of Astral, uh, so. just wait uh, till Amiral top, uh, wins a challenge or, or at least 5 0s a league with Prophetic Prison. <laughs> he, he's already, yeah, I mean, he's already <laughs> on it and working on it. And oh my god, I think he had, he had a 4 1, a 4 1 with, with uh, what's basically a, a Oculus Snow list <laughs> with, with Prophetic Prison instead of Astrolabe. And and still these fucking snow basics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that, you're playing... That's just a tilt <laughs> factor. Yeah, uh, okay, I, I get it. But still, <laughs> I mean, now you can choose about 16,000 different basic artworks and then you go back to playing snow basics. Yeah. Just imagine that. <laughs> yeah, but now I think it's quite interesting um, if you choose to play snow basics or not. Uh, just because it's, there is still the possibility for something like Bunt Miracles or a, a Bunt Stone playlist with Ice Fanko Outlaw or something like that. Um, this is still a, a viable deck choice, I think. Um, and with that, if you are playing something like Blue White Miracles and you want to, yeah, basically don't tell that you are on Blue White and are not playing any Ice Fanko Outlaws, it could be the right reason to play Snow Basics again just to, to mitigate the chances that they know that you are on it. But on the other hand, most of the time the, uh, the combo players are playing the, the non-snow basics. And if you're playing Miracles and you lead off with Basic Island, you could be playing a Storm variant. So it's basically evened out most of the time, I think. I think it's better now uh, that, the, that you, can, you can play your favorite basics again. I was really bummed out by all these these snow th that it was just right to play snow basics. Uh, you you could just choose from the free artworks and it was just gross. It was so gross the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, we had. I think the. It. I think it's Ice Age. The old snow basics. These actually look good. The only problem is that they are not white white bordered. The, the newer yeah. ones, I think, 
do not look great and we don't talk, talk about the anal plug lens so yeah. <laughs> i i really really hate the, the full lot ones i i think they look horrible i'm sorry if I but at least they were cheap anybody. i mean at least they are cheap for sure for sure but the oldest ones were the best looking and i think it goes for most of the time for basic lens i think we all can agree that yeah Nowadays, basics don't look as great as the older ones because, yeah, art was just different yeah. back then. And yeah, we are now on the meta shakeup. And maybe, or most of you most likely, listen to our shortcast. And we really want some feedback on something like that. If you enjoyed some small bits of Legacy Talk and, yeah, we i think want to do something like this in the near future or in the longer future as a regular um coming out content and if you like that please leave some feedback uh write us on twitter or something like that uh you will you have our ads and yeah basically leave some feedback we really want to hear what you are thinking about this and you could also always write us an email we put the email into the show notes and maybe we'll see you there so if you want to write a longer feedback for the show, it would be great if you, if you use, use email. <laughs> so speaking of the meta, um, have you guys preferences or um, forecasts, if I would call it that way, uh, of, of, of decks that will rise and uh, um. come to the top? Now, uh, I think it's a it's a little bit um, early to have real to have predictions that um, that have a, a fundament, yeah, that, that you can really. Yeah, I mean, you you could just base it on 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 the bands. Yeah, that, yeah that, but that's also just uh, just theory crafting, and uh, yeah, I also think that. At first, a combo is really here. Uh, it's it's here to stay because combo just gets so much better. It basically loses nothing uh, due to the bands, uh, and it just loses a lot of hard opposition in Dreadhought Arcanist. So that um, it so that. <laughs> <laughs> You mean the the predators that you have to yeah. play against are gone yeah, now? Yeah, for sure. So no Dreadhought Arcanist anymore, and um, it's the the combo field is now even more open and even more varied. So um, it's harder it's harder for the controller for the mid range decks to um, to know what to hate to bring in first the combo decks. So. The first few weeks will always be, oh, there's Sneak and Show, oh, there's Hogag or Reanimator. And, and Reanimator is also coming back huge now. So Reanimator, uh, I've run, I think, three times now uh, in uh, in the in Reanimator in Monmodo. And okay. it was basically gone for the last half half year, uh, half, an, uh, yeah. half a year ago. Yeah, I mean... This is always the the case if a ban is happening and nobody knows what to play. Uh, it makes sense that proactive strategies will always fare better yep. in these times. S 
and reactive strategies will then adapt and 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 react to these proactive decks uh, emerging after the bans, in my opinion. So it makes sense that Reanimator yeah, is strong sure. right now. I mean, it's basically how, how you, you spell the decks. Um, you, you don't know uh, to what you should react to. And with that, you, you don't know what your 75 should look like. And for the combo decks, basically nothing changes. They just want to go fast. And I think what's something really, really good uh, after this banning is that I think the force count of the blue decks um, basically got put down a little bit. You're only playing maybe five, uh, between four and six forces, I think, most of the time, and not between six and eight forces. So on average, you are like one or two force of wills uh, down. And with that, something like, um, yeah, basically, reanimator is better now in the meta game because it's less likely that your opponent kept a starting hand with a force of will in it. Mm -hmm. Also, a good uh, factor to keep in mind, yeah, when we talk about combo decks. Um, yeah, Doomsday is certainly one of the biggest, uh, strongest combo decks right now, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. It's so hard to hate. Uh, it, it's very hard to hate. It kind of. I mean, it depends on how you build it, but it can be almost like uh, I would probably compare it a little bit to Splinter Twin kind of deck, yeah. where we can you have a lot of interactive controlling elements. So you play forces yourself. Uh, a lot of lists also play daces. You have a little bit of discard, yeah. and then you have just these uh, one card uh, win. I win yeah. button with Doomsday. Yeah, if you <laughs> granted that you know your piles, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, the Doomsday piles are hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, they they're hard. But uh, given that we have Tessa's Oracle now, it's a yeah. lot easier. Oh yeah, I can't I can't imagine the past. this this deck or, or this strategy um, in the in the times of yesteryears. Where you had gone to through hoops to get the the lethal storm count for the tendrils uh, with doomsday, uh, it was that had to be really a pain in the ass to learn these piles. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a lot easier with Fastest Oracle being printed. But uh, you two guys are playing doomsday variants. Um, do you have any preferences? Which lists are the best? Is it bark? Is it four color? Is it something like the Turbo Doomsday Piles with Personal Tutor or the really, really slow controlling Piles with uh, basically Predict main deck? For me, it it has to be what I would call the most yeah, standard version. The stock I list? Think it Is it the bug stock list? The stock, yeah, for me, it's the bug stock list, actually. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Personal Tutor lists. They're too all okay. in for me. I want a little bit more. Um, I like I like when Doomsday can have uh, a strong or a reasonable plan B that often works out as plan okay. A. So I like, for example, my Baleful Strixes in the decks. This is a strong card against Delva. It can block and get rid of any big creature or threat uh, from yep. your opponent. And oftentimes can... Yeah, it is a card that also baits some interaction from your opponent and maybe even baits counter spells or i don't know and 
I like having these cards in my deck that my Doomsday and the Piles then are granted to be uh, to yeah. be winning. And for that reason, I really like the buck lists. Also, green is, in my opinion, very strong because of Veil of Summer, the excess yeah. in the sideboard. And Abrupt Decay as a strong answer to basically yeah. anything. And something that you said is really, really good because I think Baleful Strix, a niche good side effect of this card is just it provides one devotion to blue. And it also came true, up, yeah. I think, in a game uh, that Daniel and I played um, this uh, this Friday. We had an online FNM um, which we played in. And yeah, it allowed, I think, it allowed you to win this game. Or you were a lot closer to win this game because you had the the one devotion left even after I would have uh, removed spelled your Buster's Oracle. Yeah, and sometimes this is like you said very a very nice thing to have. It opens up a little bit of an easier pile that you yeah can skip one card in your deck basically that you don't have yep. to draw. Yeah. Um, I'm experimenting a little bit with the Uros. Uh, sometimes lists play Uros yep. now. I'm not really sure if they belong in the deck, but it kind of fits the same or similar bill like Baleful yep. Strix. It's just a plan B that the opponent has to interact with. And I've seen um, some, some Twitter postings going around where they said, yeah, basically Uro is amazing just because they have to respect it. And if it can stay around, it can draw you. If you um, basically go in your first main phase for the Doomsday, um, Uro draws you into the card that you need from your pile. And so uh, Uro is just the out that you go in the first turn into your win condition. And that's something that has to be respected. But I think Uru is just a card that would be way, way better if you bring it in after sideboarding, because then your opponent should have no removal spells left and their Uru should really, really shine. I, I'm not so sure about the, that the opponent doesn't have any removal spells left, because I would bring always uh, Pyroblast in in this, in this matchup. Yeah, Pyroblast for sure, yeah. So, so at, at least uh, there will be some uh, removal spell that could also kill the Uro. Yeah, that's so for sure. That's for maybe sure. I, I can see have it in a main deck because it's such a good mid-range threat. Yeah. Al although it's really hard to escape. Uh, and with this, yeah, I'm all also uh, playing a little bit of Doomsday at the moment. But I'm taking a whole different turn than, <laughs> um, than Daniel. I'm more on the really experimental side, <laughs> and and what I basically uh, basically played last Friday in our webcam FNM was the Grixis a buried Phoenix list from Casey Lancaster. It's at Casey Lancaster nine on Twitter, uh, and it's uh, on the on the front side. It's Grixis Delver with Bird Alive and our four Arclight Phoenix, and it has a transformational sideboard into Doomsday. And what I really like about this deck is that it has such a such a nice Delva uh, uh, Delva feeling or Delva playstyle incorporated yeah. into this deck, and and uh, it's just great if you go turn one 
underground sea or volcanic island Delva and, and just bring on the Delva beats with days and force and in the, in the second in the second match after sideboarding you go turn one ritual doomsday <laughs> <laughs> and and just set up a slow pile uh, where where draw into and win simply next turn yeah uh, and and, uh, and your opponent just can't cope with that as i think it's such a strong play at the moment in this in this early meta where nothing is is figured out and yeah i think that's that's what i have at the moment um that's what i'm playing at the moment uh in paper and yeah it's just it's just you're brewing you're brewing a lot of uh different oh decks my though, god right? since this since this uh announcement uh, i've brewed five or six different decks i think <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, not, not really <laughs> brewing up because I'm always working on them um, for the last couple of years already <laughs> uh, and they're always with me through good and bad times and <laughs> <laughs> they're always there when I need them <laughs> uh, and what's, what's basically um, what I'm basically always brewing is um, a kind of uh, non-blue pyromancer list or pyromancer shell um, that's what i'm always working on daniel you said to me that you think um, splashing isn't really good at the moment and i also uh, kind of agree so what i did uh, from mardu pyromancer was to cut the the white and just make it straight a red black yeah and yeah i'm all also working on a red green madness deck that I yep. want to bring to light um, the, the results are promising um, it, it's a little bit it's a it's a kind of a gamble uh, to play this deck because uh, some of you will play uh, or have played um, hollow uh, hollow one uh, red black hollow one in in modern mm. And this is this is kind of the same deck just with wench wines and root wallers um, yeah. that I'm working on right now. I also brewed up a Mardu Stoneblade list that just splashed red for K Command and for Pyroblast in the sideboard. You mean um, Red Guy Ale? It's yeah, it's Red <laughs> Guy Ale actually. <laughs> um, yeah, because ev every Every non-blue stone blade list that that happens to play Dark Confident is a that guy list, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's the big things I'm currently brewing on. Also, I tried to I tried uh, dip my toes into a mono black aggro <laughs> uh, list. But I think that the uh, the mono black deck that we were playing a little bit needs. Yeah, needs a really, really clean identity. I oh think. yeah, definitely. It's it's this list how it was, uh, how it is currently configured is just uh, it, it, play land, dark ritual, oh, yeah. three drop, <laughs> wait two turns to hit your other land drops, and then play another thing. And this is unfortunately currently not a well. Oh yeah, it was was just an experimental thought idea that I had be, because I um, 
And when I played around with the with the Chant Phoenix, uh, with the Phoenix Storm yeah. uh, deck that I that I donated to Brian Koval, um, at, at first I was it was straight uh, red black, and I had in the sideboard Rotten Regisaur and uh, Liliana's, and I was um, on an on uh, a search for a, another free drop to play with the that goes well with the um, uh, Dark Rituals. Yeah. And they came on to Hunted Nightmare. Um, for, for the guys that, uh, for people, for viewer, listeners, <laughs> that, oh my God, <laughs> for our listeners that don't know uh, what this card does, it's a, a one and two black for a four five with menace. And when it comes into play, a, a target creature from your opponent gets a death touch counter. And what I really like about this card is that it's a it is basically unblockable on it. It's bolt proof. And if you power it out turn one, it's a great clock. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, maybe maybe it's not good enough. Or it's probably not good enough uh, to see play in Legacy. But um, yeah, the I problem about this card if, is if, if the power if the power creep. Um, happens in the in the speed that that happens today we will get there where we can uh, turn one dark ritual into a such a powerful free drop um, that it will make a mono black deck or, or a black uh, a black based aggro deck maybe possible yeah the, the problem about the, the the new card is that it's just a five turn clock and it's just way too slow to compete in the legacy and yeah, yeah. That that's true. That's true. And Black has just no good ways, I would say, to to close out any games. I think the best threat that Mono Black has is Rotting Regisaur. And I, I yeah. don't agree here. I think the best the the best threat Mono Black has is Gormagangler. Hands down, it's Gormagangler. Um, yeah, Gormagangler and then Black Engineer, Black Engineer. But but that's more <laughs> an utility creature for me. Yeah, so but it's not, not really a threat. But it's not a threat on its own. Uh, the the best mono black deck threat is Rotting Regisaur. Oh yeah. Because Gormagangler isn't is mostly played in Grixis or Bug variants where you have some cantrips that feed him basically. And yeah, with that I think. And you, Peter? What are you playing at the moment? I. Or what are you working on? Uh, you were you got really really. Sh Oh my god, yeah, I, I, I can't, I don't <laughs> yeah. even have words for this. Uh, basically, all the decks are dead. Yeah. That, that's I, what I'm saying. I, I got basically fucked out of Legacy, um, <laughs> and I'm on my way in. <laughs> um, no, I, as, as I said in the shortcast, I was playing basically um, since the printing of, or since the banning of... A Breach, I was playing a Painter's Variants, all with Arkham's Astrolab. Was it a Maudo shell while Lurus was around to my four-color control shells to the Rakdelva shell that um, Stefan Schütz promoted. And Rack Painter, you mean Rack Painter. Yeah, Rack Painter. And yeah, everything was playing Arkham's Astrolab and everything got banned, basically. And yeah, as I said in the shortcuts, I will maybe go to something like a stone playlist. I was playing in Bishing in a side event, uh, 
HSGuy Dread Delver playlist where I played Stonefudge Mystic with uh, Dreaded Arcanist. And yeah, I'm currently on blue, white, uh, splashing red for Pyroblast in the sideboard. I would call it Days Blade because it's playing the Days and doing Hellbreacher combo, um, each two of a kind with one last set, um, with basically a like like Day Blade. Uh, uh, just forget about the days. Uh, it's, no, it's, it's, it's day blade. <laughs> yeah, it's basically um, a pretty standard Stoneforge Mystic um, Chase slow deck in blue-white um, with just the the new cards in it. And it's basically performed, I would say, pretty good. I got pretty unlucky in my Elves matchup in the last round. Uh, if not for that, I would have 4 owed the FNM and I mean, I got lucky against Daniel. He got the resolve, uh, Doomsday three times and a one to one. So yeah, <laughs> um, I, uh, some slight misconfiguration on his deck list. Um, I, I would call you out on this one here. Um, but yeah, um, I really like the deck list and I like moving forward in this meta and let's see how good uh, Kulagan's command is against um, better scout. Oh yeah, that's what I really like about this meta now. That it's so open and you can play all the shit that you want. I mean, <laughs> um, oh, I have no problem with losing. I, I'm <laughs> I, I do this all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but there's just such a huge difference if you if you lose or if you play against Oko <laughs> or Dreadnought Arcanist. <laughs> The one feels such immensely worse than the other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it was quite okay. I was actually enjoying the playstyle because I, I really like playing um, around something that was I really, really liked in a Modern Storm. Um, and myself as a combo player with a painter combo finish, uh, it was just how to, to find the spots to combo. So I, I like that the playstyle of Legacy. But I don't disagree that I like it nowadays too. So, yeah, basically looking forward to a whole new format coming down. Everyone back with 2017, 2018 deck lists, playing around with his favorite Snapcaster Majors, Portents, everything is back, Unearth, Mentor, Vindicate, and yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's amazing and the best two drop card advantage engine is bob once again <laughs> so yeah and when bob is good the the meta is healthy i think it's it's the world is healing the legacy <laughs> world is healing <laughs> heal the world <laughs> make it a better place <laughs> uh yeah and with this, I think we try to wrap it up. This episode will air on, I think, Friday, Friday the 26th 20 of February. 26th, yeah. Uh, yeah. We are back. The next episode uh, will air on the Friday the 19th, 19th of yep. March. So we're back on our three-week schedule. Uh, unless something big happens like another BNR announcement, <laughs> but I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, and with this, um, it would be great if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Austrian 
legacy league we need some uh subscribers okay we can have our own link and also we will uh stream our fun fnms now that the, the cup is done um on on fridays on twitch.tv slash austrian underscore legacy daniel how about your twitter handle <laughs> 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 As always, it is at FlyDeliver, where you can find me. Peter? You can find me at Unicorn Lord, but the O in the Lord is a zero. And you, Philip? And you can always find me at FinnecMTG, P-H-I-N-E-K-M-T-G. And you can find us free guys on at response underscore legacy on Twitter. Just follow us for hot takes and for the newest news on our podcast yeah and with that in response the end <laughs>